Hope everyone's having a good weekend out there. This is Jason Jones of The Athletic with your latest edition of the Post 82 from Throne Room Breakdown following the Kings 122-102 win over the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, good win for the Kings. The Spurs made a few runs, but the Kings were able to pretty much stay control of this game throughout. Buddy Hield was brilliant off the bench again. 31 points. 9 of 10 from 3. You know, uh, Harrison Barnes, 25 points. Just a lot of good things offensively. Kings were able to win without, you know, monster games from De'Aaron Fox or Bogdan Bogdanovich. Um, you know, the Spurs are struggling right now. But, it, you know, the Kings aren't going to have any sympathy for them given how their season's gone and. Like I said, it was just a good game, I thought, overall on both ends. Keeping the Spurs to 102. Um, LaMarcus Aldridge wasn't much of a factor. Just 10 points, no, 12 points, 10 rebounds. And then that was, to me, was a big question mark just because you didn't know what you were going to get uh, given the Kings' lack of depth right now in terms of just physical big guys. But Kings were able to get a decent game from Harry Giles with 8 points and a... Uh, career-high 12 rebounds as he was able to stay on the court for a longer stretch than he normally has this season. And so just overall, I thought it was a good win. You know, Buddy, I think Buddy has really excelled in the in the reserve role. Kent Bazemore gave the Kings 15 points off the bench. So like I said, all in all, it's a good to me, a good solid all the way around win. Harrison's numbers. 25.7 rebounds, 4 assists. So, you can win when you get numbers like that. And, you know, De'Aaron Fox didn't have a, you know, a big game. Just 13 points, 5 assists. Only played 26 minutes. But the way Buddy was cooking, Corey Joseph, even though his, you know, his numbers aren't going to look great. Just only 4 points. He had, I thought he had a really good game. It was really solid. Helped Buddy get going. So, all in all, good win. Kings have won three in a row. Kings have won six of their last eight. All since the uh, lineup change. Is it all about just uh, starting bogey and putting Buddy with the, the second unit? No, but can't really ignore the fact that the team has won six of eight since then. Uh, Standings-wise, um, they've even crept up a little bit now to where they're the... Uh, now, fourth, uh, you know, fourth worst, I guess say fourth worst record in the in the uh, West. They've creeped ahead of Phoenix by percentage points. They're just a half game behind San Antonio now for what would be 10th. Uh, let's check that. They're a game behind San Antonio, a half game behind New Orleans. So, hey, I think all in all, not talking anything playoff wise. Just all in all, I think it's good to see them playing some good basketball right now. But the real, you know, the real kind of like news of the day or what kind of the talking point is the health updates from the game. Um, General Manager Vlade Divac talked before the game about Marvin Bagley's uh, situation. Said that he hopes the team will not have to shut Marvin down for the season when asked about that. 
And after the game, Marvin pretty much echoed the same thing, saying, yeah, he hopes not to. But he essentially said, who knows? You know, he's taking it day by day. And that's not <laughs> what you want to hear at this point, obviously. You don't want to hear, well, maybe we, you know, you want to hear, hey, we think Marvin will be back in two weeks. We think Marvin will be back in three weeks. That's what you want to hear. You don't want to hear... Uh, you know, hey, we're not sure, and that's the uh, and that's where we are right now, though, with Marvin, and and that's kind of uh, I don't know if it's, it puts a damper on how things have gone. I wouldn't go that far, it's because any stretch of good basketball from this team is good, but yeah, it's just not a, it doesn't sound promising. It doesn't, <laughs> it's. You know, it's it's to me the biggest disappointment of this season is that you've only gotten thirteen games from Marvin Bagley the third, and there's really no you can't do anything about it. Uh, if his foot is injured, his foot is injured. You know, you can't make a guy play if he's not if he's not ready. But it's definitely not how things would have gone ideally for the Kings this year. And if you're looking at trying to figure out how this group is going to play long term. At some point, you do need to see Marvin Bagley on the court again, and I'm just not sure that's going to happen because even at this rate, if he he won't be evaluated again until after the All Star break, and even if you know best case scenario, he's evaluated after the break and he's clear to you know begin more basketball activity, contact, whatever. You're still probably looking at another week or two before he's, you know, close to doing anything in terms of playing in a game. So I'm not going to predict he'll be shut down for the year, but at this rate, it wouldn't shock me if he is shut down for the year. Just because, just medically, there hasn't been a lot of good news when it came when it's come to Marvin this year. You know, not not saying that in a shady way about Marvin, just. I mean, starting with the broken thumb, then you come back and you sprain your foot, you play a few more games, re-aggravate the injury. Yeah, it's, it's, it's you know, to me, that's got to be the most disappointing part of the season, just wondering when Marvin will be back, if Marvin will be back, and it, to me, it's a scary thing if you're the king that it's, a, it's not a win, it's an if with right now with Marvin and his situation. Uh, uh, Vlade uh, said during his presser that Marvin won't play unless he's 100%. So there will be no, hey, you're trying to tough it out, you know, to make this playoff push type situation for Marvin. So they're going to wait till he's 100%, then we're going to go from there. So, yeah, it's a, it's a, to me, it's a tough spot. I know people are quite, have questioned Marvin's toughness, whether or not he wants to be on the court. I don't question that Marvin wants to play. I do sense that Marvin is frustrated with the injury situation. He's never had anything quite like this where essentially he's missed almost the entire season. And you're looking at coming off a rookie year where he played 16, 20 games his rookie year, made his way back from all those injuries. To have to come back and deal with the broken thumb, then come back and deal with his foot injury. This is a major setback for the Kings' development and the plan of developing the core, so on and so forth. 
But let's jump back, you know, wanted to make sure I gave you that Marvin Bagley update, you know, hit me up on the socials, let me know what you're thinking, your frustrations, I guess, you know, Vlade says he's frustrated too with the season, I guess I'm here, you know, I'm here for you, so to speak, go ahead and throw that stuff off of me, let's, let's you know, talk about it, hash it out, get your views on what's going on with that, and... Just looking at the uh, Rashawn Holmes situation, Vlade does believe that Rashawn Holmes will be back from his shoulder injury relatively soon. Also expects to be able to see Jabari Parker and Alex Lynn play at some point. Uh, the Kings are really, you know, Vlade and the Kings are happy to get Jabari it's because he's a guy that in the last couple of years in free agency, you know, the Kings have looked at, they've been intrigued by his offensive skills and how he would fit with this team. And it's just a matter of making sure he's healthy. Uh, Jabari said before the game that. He's feeling good, but he would like to get some practices in. And, and and given how the team is playing right now, he doesn't want to be that guy to show up, step in, and disrupt the rhythm trying to get himself going. So I think with the with Marvin's situation, there should be plenty of opportunities for Jabari. They're going to show what he can do, how he fits, and how he, how he meshes with uh, guys like De'Aaron and Buddy and the, and the crew and Let's kind of see what they what they have in him. He has a player option for next year for six point five million, and I would imagine how things go the rest of the season, coupled with what might be out there for him in free agency. You know, whatever his representatives see is available for him could would dictate what he does after the season. But it's pretty obvious the Kings would be happy to have him around. This year, and maybe hopefully, if things go well, have him around next year. Uh, Vlade mentioned that Alex Lynn is a guy who can you know, set good screens, help with the defense, rebound, areas the Kings still need to improve on. Actually, it sounded like he was describing Costa Kufus a lot. So, <laughs> you know, and that's another thought that for all the, the, the troubles they've went through with, you know, the Dwayne Dedman situation, which Vlade conceded that they saw in training camp that. It wasn't going to be what they thought it was going to be. That's kind of scary, but, <laughs> you know, going through that and having to, you know, get off the contract, the Kings probably could have just re-signed Costa for a lot less money and then, <laughs> you know, had him playing with Rashawn or some form of that, but that's, no, that doesn't really matter now. Uh, things happen how they happen, but hopefully, if you're a Kings fan, you hope that going forward, some of these free agent signings you have can be guys who can stick around for a while and you're not seeing guys come in in July and gone by February. So, what's up next for the Kings? The Kings will be headed, for, they have a quick little two-game road trip. Monday in Milwaukee, Wednesday at Dallas. Then off to the All-Star break where Buddy will be headed to the three-point shooting contest and most of us will be heading toward a break of our own. I'll be on the road trip, but I won't be at All-Star. Uh, my second straight year of not attending All-Star. And I must admit, I do miss going, but I'm not going to miss that uh, Chicago weather this time of year. Even though it wasn't that bad when we were out there recently, uh, last month. Still, it's still going to be, it's not going to be, you know, L.A. or New Orleans or some of your more nice weather <laughs> spots for All-Star. So... That's really all I've got. You know, so it was a pretty, you know, I don't want to say I'm getting used to the Kings winning, make it sound like that, but 
you know, it was, it was a good solid win for them. It'll be a test going into the break against two teams with winning records, but you don't, you know, you don't know if you're going to catch, you know, if Luka Doncic will be back from his ankle injury and and uh, playing against the Kings, and even then the Kings have beat Dallas in Dallas with Luka. You don't know, you know, maybe you catch Milwaukee looking ahead to the break. Who knows? You know, maybe that'll happen. So. Really, nothing's out of, you know, you can't rule anything out, but the Kings are, like I said, won six of their last eight. Six and three since um, the trade with Portland that brought Kent Bazemore and uh, Anthony Tolliver to Sacramento, and Bays has basically become serving the same role that Trevor Ariza served. And, you, know, I, you know, Trevor was sent to the Portland in the trade, but he's a younger, you know, maybe, I don't want to say a lot, maybe a livelier, I don't know. He's not as big, you know, physically as Trevor. But he served the same role, and lately his offense has been just picked up as well. So that's been a good sign. Maybe that'll be a piece the Kings can look to resign in the offseason as well. But we got a ways to go before we get there. Let's get to the All Star break. Uh, you know where to find me, uh, Mr. Jones LBC on Instagram, Mr. Underscore Jason Jones on Twitter, TheAthletic.com for all your all my coverage of the Kings. Uh, my latest story up right now is uh, about uh, is, uh, looking at Vlade Divac talking about Marvin Bagley's situation, his assessment of how Luke Walton has done this year, a couple of things like that, and a little couple of nuggets about Buddy, his three-point shooting. Congrats to him. He's reached 800 uh, threes in 296 games, which is the fastest in NBA history. Passing up that dude, some dude who plays for the Warriors named Steph or something like that. You may have heard of him. He did accomplish that in 305 games. So, congrats to Buddy. Uh, don't uh, he's flourishing right now off the bench. So let's, let's see how that thing keeps rolling. So you have all have a good weekend. We'll be I'll be back with you on Monday evening with another edition of Post 82, and myself and Kenny Carraway will be back on Tuesday with another edition of Throne Room Breakdown. And then I'll be back again on Wednesday with after the Mavs game. So plenty of Kings content for you coming up. You all be good out there. Uh, talk to you later. I'm gone.